everyone, good to see you again. My name is Anke Milman. Our website is cwowi.eu. We are part of a network of house churches, a network of house churches worldwide. You can find a lot of information about that on our website, cwowi.eu. But today I want to talk to you about the power of his resurrection, to be resurrection-minded. And that's not just a message for, for now, because we will celebrate Easter in a couple of days. But this is something, it's a message for every day, something we have to be established in, that has to be a part of our lives, it has to be a revelation. And uh, oh, I so love uh, what I heard, uh, what I, I I was studying a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago, when I stumbled across a teaching of John Fenn. You probably know him. He established the Church Without Walls international years ago. So when you go on his website, you can find all, a lot of articles and a lot of information. Information. You can buy a lot of the MP3s and so on. Go to supernaturalhousechurch.org and there's one teaching about being resurrection-minded. And that caused me to uh, study the word, go to the book of Acts, go to the to the, uh, the to the letters, and look about and look for scriptures that talk about the resurrection. And actually, in the book of Acts, I found at least 14 references, not only about the death of Jesus that he died on the cross, but also all those references is also mentioned about the resurrection, that he rose from the dead, and that he is alive today. So I love what the Lord told John a couple of years ago, and he told him to teach about the resurrection. And he said, because we are going to need the power of the resurrection and understand it, we have to be resurrection focused in the days to come. Why is that? Because when we are cross-minded, it keeps us anchored in the past. It doesn't allow us to walk in what the Lord has called us to walk in. And what do I mean by being cross-minded? Well, years and years ago, when I was young, we went to study. We did street evangelism. We went door, door by door. Then we knocked on the door and we asked him if he knew about Jesus. And when he said no, and we want to talk to him about the Lord, we told about Jesus, how he loved them, how he died for them how he went to earth, how he uh, hang on the cross and he died for them and they should, because he loves them so much, should open their hearts and accept them into their lives and so they can be born again. So, but that was always, we always talked about him, Jesus dying on the cross. And that is, of course, true, but it is cross-minded. So you will probably say the, say the same. And then we think about scriptures like in, where is it, Romans 10, 9. It says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you will be saved. But actually, Romans 10, 9 says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's not just believe that he died on the cross, but that God raised him from the dead. Yes, Jesus uh, died. He loves you. He died for you. And that was a legal payment for your sins, a legal transaction. But if that was all that you had, you would not go to heaven. That would not be your ticket to heaven. You will probably say, wow, I have never heard about. Think about that. What did Jesus say to Nicodemus in John 3 when there was a conversation going back and forth? And at a certain point, the Lord said to Nicodemus, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He must be born again, born from above. So yeah, the cross was a part of salvation, but it did not bring salvation because 
to being born again, our spirit has to be recreated, has to be born of the spirit. Your spirit has to be changed. When you are not born again, you still have death in um, death as the nature of your spirit man. And then you would still go to hell and not go to heaven. So, of course, we acknowledge the cross. We are so, so thankful that the Lord was willing to come and to die for us and to pay the sins. But he rose again. So it was the resurrection that caused the power of God to be released. It was the resurrection that caused the Holy Spirit to recreate our spirit and to seal our spirits. Ephesians 1, 13. If you never heard of the cross, but only of the resurrection of Jesus, you still could be born again. A great example of this is my husband, Will. Years ago, when he didn't know the Lord, of course, he, he was in a very bad situation. He had a lot of, uh, uh, he, he was, uh, how do you say that? He had a lot of medication and stuff. And, and then he, he actually cried out and he said, God, if you do exist, reveal yourself to me, you know, take away, help me that I can, can put away all those medications. And then at a certain point in the middle of the night, he saw the Lord in a corner of his bedroom and he said, okay, Lord, if it is you, please set me free from those medications. And he was instantly freed. He was instantly delivered from it and he was born again and he was a new person. But he had never heard about Jesus going to the cross to pay his, uh, to pay for him and stuff. He didn't know. He just believed that Jesus existed, that he was raised from the dead. Why? Romans 1, 4 says he declared or he proved to be the son of God with power by the resurrection from the dead. And after the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, by the way, in the book of Acts, you can find a lot of references about not only Jesus going to the cross, but being raised from the dead. After the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, Peter stood up and he explained what has happened. And he said, okay, you have taken him by your lawless hand. You've crucified him. You've put him to death. Whom God raising up? having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. And in verse 32, 33, he said, This Jesus God has raised up, of which we are all witnesses, and therefore he is now exalted to the right hand of God. And later, a lame man was healed, and the people were amazed. And, people, and Peter responded and said, Why do you marvel? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus. You killed the prince of life, whom God raised from the dead. So yeah, they talked about him. He was killed, he was crucified, but God raised him from the dead. They never stopped at the cross, but they always went on so that he was raised from the dead. That was their focus. And in chapter 5, when Peter and the other apostles, they were forbidden to teach Jesus' name, but they said, we ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus whom you murdered by hanging on the tree. Him God has exalted to his right hand. Chapter 5.30. And later in chapter 10 when Peter meets Cornelius and Peter preached there. And in verse 40 he says, Him God raised up on the third day. We ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. So they were talking about Jesus being risen from the dead that he is alive today. Wow, it's the resurrection of Christ that makes Christianity. It's the power over death that makes Christianity. In Philippians 3 verse 10, Paul says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. 
and the fellowship of his sufferings, of course. That means the persecution, the things that he suffered from. But he did not say that I may know him and the power of the cross. He said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. I hope that is your prayers to the Father. Help me that I may know you more and more that I may know the power of your resurrection. Because the power of the, of his resurrection is what leads us into the power in our own lives. So many Christians are powerless. They are cross-minded. They stop at the cross. So many people have crosses in their homes with Jesus hanging on the cross. Maybe that's typical Catholic. I don't know. But he is not on the cross anymore. He was on the cross, but he rose from the dead and he is alive today and his life is available for us. Romans 8.10 says, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through his spirit who dwells in you. Let it be a scripture that you meditate upon and think about it. Ephesians, first chapter and the third chapter, Paul is praying for the saints there. And he says, well, a lot, maybe you know that prayer. And then at a certain point, he says, okay, that the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that, um, uh, let's see, let I have, that we know the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places. Amazing. In Acts chapter 4, I forgot that one, in 32 and 33, there were the multitude of those that believed where it says it were of one heart and one soul, and neither did anyone say that any of the things they possessed was his own, but he had everything in common. And then it says, and with great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord. And great grace was upon them. They gave witness to the resurrection. They did not give witness to the cross and to the death of Jesus. No, to the resurrection. So signs and wonders and great grace is available. Signs and wonders are evidence of the resurrection of the Lord. If you stay at the cross, you're not going to see signs and wonders and not going to see power and grace in your life today. So Jesus rose from the dead and his power is available for you today. Now I want you to go to Romans 6 because that is very very important scripture. Romans 6 verse, I just start with one verse 1. Read it for yourselves and read it over and over again and ask the Father to give you revelation. It's about baptism, of course, it is about the being dead to sin and life to God. Paul says, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who die to sin live any longer in it? Do you not know that as many of us are baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in newness of life. Wow, even as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, even so, you and me and I, we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him and the body of sin might be done away with, that we should be no longer slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. 
Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more and death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. And likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God. In Christ Jesus our Lord, and therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal bodies, that you should obey its lust, and so on, and so on, and so on. Wow. He says, okay, Christ died, but he, he rose, and his resurrection power is available for you. It's available for you today. So the power of Christ's resurrection is at work in us, and it is greater than the power of any sin, no matter how long that sin was established in your life. So live by the indwelling resurrection power of Christ. Be blessed. See you next week. <music>